Xinjiang residents grapple with sweeping coronavirus measures by Viola Chow. Residents in China's Xinjiang region say they are confined to their homes and forced to take herbal medicines during a blanket lockdown to contain a recent coronavirus outbreak, measures that they say are harsher than those elsewhere in the country. In Urumqi, the capital of the far western border region, most residents have been banned from leaving their apartments since July 16th, when a fresh COVID-19 outbreak was discovered. To date, the virus has infected about 900 people in a city of 3.5 million. Although no new cases have been confirmed since August 16th, residents say they have not been told about when the prolonged lockdown will be lifted. Two of them told Inkstone the strict lockdown measures, which have been extended to other parts of Xinjiang with a handful of cases, had prompted discontent in the region. A construction worker in Urumqi, who asked to be called Mr. Bai, told Inkstone on Friday that he had been staying at a company dormitory with his wife for the past 36 days. The room was sealed from the outside, with police officers guarding the door 12 hours a day, he said. He said neighborhood crews delivered groceries to the couple and demanded that they take two traditional Chinese medicines. An herbal capsule called Lianhua Qingwen, a traditional Chinese medicine that has been reported to ease COVID-19 symptoms and heavily promoted by the Chinese government, and a drink made up of 12 botanical ingredients. I do whatever they tell me to, Bai said, adding that he did not know what the punishment for non-compliance would be. Other residents have complained online that they have to film themselves consuming the medicines to prove it to the neighborhood enforcers. The worker arrived in Urumqi from the neighboring province of Gansu four months ago for his job, but he had made no income in the past month because construction was suspended and he was not allowed to leave his home, he said. Authorities in Xinjiang, home to a mostly Turkic-speaking Uyghur population, have in recent years built a vast surveillance and security network to prevent what Beijing calls separatism and terrorism. At least hundreds of thousands of Uyghur and other Muslim minorities have been detained in internment facilities, where they are required to receive patriotic education and Mandarin language lessons. Western governments have criticized the practice as a violation of human rights. The United States has sanctioned Chinese officials and organizations it says were responsible for the Xinjiang policy, including the Xinjiang Production and Construction Corps, a paramilitary organization that controls large amounts of the region's economy. China has successfully contained the COVID-19 epidemic that was first reported in the central city of Wuhan in January. To prevent further outbreaks from spreading, the government has imposed strict lockdown measures wherever signs of new clusters emerge. But compared with the lockdowns in other parts of China, the measures enacted in Xinjiang appear more restrictive, leaving its minority population especially vulnerable to abuses, said Ya Chiu Wang, a researcher with Human Rights Watch. When the city of Beijing experienced a fresh wave of local COVID-19 infections in June, only areas designated as high-risk were locked down, and public transportation kept operating. But last month, Urumqi swiftly shut down its only subway line and demanded all its residents to stay inside. An army of police officers, community workers, and volunteers were mobilized to enforce the lockdown. Kashgar, an ancient Silk Road city 712 miles away from Urumqi, has been placed under lockdown despite only having two infections, including one case imported from the capital. Hotan, a prefecture about 620 miles away from Xinjiang's capital, had no recent COVID-19 cases by Friday, 
but it has also been placed under lockdown. The distance between Beijing and Shanghai is about 660 miles. On the popular social media site Weibo, some residents have complained about paying to live in quarantine hotels for more than a month after traveling from Urumqi to other Xinjiang cities. Others have made veiled criticisms against the regional government for their harsh policies. There is no talk about lifting the lockdown, a Weibo user posted on Friday. Have they forgotten we are living people? A Weibo user in Urumqi, who spoke on the condition of anonymity, told Inkstone through private messages that community workers had taped a sealed-off paper on her door, and she was told to take herbal medicines every day. Other cities can respond to the epidemic in a scientific way and manage different districts separately, she said. People here are more cooperative and obedient. We have enough community staff, but the government only knows lockdown, stupid, one-size-fits-all. The woman added that she was merely disappointed with the local government and had no intention to incite separatism. Siddharth Sridhar, a microbiologist at the University of Hong Kong, said home confinement was effective in containing the epidemic, but it could cause great pain to residents, especially when the duration of the lockdown is uncertain. It's a big debate that is going on around the world. To what extent are you willing to go through in order to achieve complete control, he said. The best way to think about it is to choose a policy that lessens the pain of ordinary people as much as possible, be it economically, be it physically, be it whatever. Most of the complaints in the social media appear to have been posted by ethnically Han Chinese. It is difficult to assess the situation faced by the region's large minority population, who are under close surveillance and could face reprisal for talking to reporters. Wang of Human Rights Watch said that minorities were at higher risk of discrimination and rights violations during the lockdowns, when their food and daily necessities depended on the often Han Chinese community officers. The reason we see many more posts by Han Chinese people is because they actually had some space to speak, not because they are punished more, Wang said. For Uyghurs or other minorities to speak, that is much more dangerous. Wang said Xinjiang authorities have responded to the outbreak with the same mentality and tools used to surveil residents in the past, resulting in harsher policies. The blanket lockdowns are also expected to hurt farms and businesses across the region. Some social media users have called for help for fruit and vegetable farmers, who are not able to collect the fall harvests due to the lockdown measures. Xinjiang residents have also left messages on the online message board for leaders run by Communist Party mouthpiece People's Daily, pleading for permission to leave their homes to visit pregnant spouses, critically ill parents, and unintended children.